0: Hello again, still with us Regina Doherty, Deputy Leader of the Shannon, of, of Fine Gael's Shannon Spokesperson on Transport, Marion Harkin, Independent TD for Sligo Leitrim, Duncan Smith, Labour TD for Dublin Fingal and his party's health, uh, Spokesperson on Health and Transport, and Harry McGee, Political and Puns Correspondent uh, with the, uh, the Irish <laughs> Times. Uh, we're going to have a look at courts because tonight the court proceeding delays bill went to the next stage uh, without debate. Uh, it allows for the right of persons who are party to proceedings where such proceedings are not concluded within a reasonable time to seek a declaration of that fact and in a certain case is, uh compensation. Harry McGee, translate. What does that? that mean? Where did it come from?
1: Y- yeah, you weren't obviously listening when I said don't start off this uh, particular <laughs> segment with me, come because I know very little about it. I haven't really looked at this in any uh, great detail. Uh, that but i mean obviously it does uh what it says in the title that if somebody has not been given um the the uh right to to uh to justice within a particular period of time they they will they will have a right to uh yeah. to, to to get recompense for it, Fair enough, it Harkin. From
2: the European uh, Court of Human Rights, because there are a number of cases where they have found against Ireland that people went to that court because the delays were inordinate in having their cases heard. And really our backs were to the wall on this. But it really is, it's just not good enough that we're going to spend quite a bit of money compensating people, that we're going to appoint assessors who have to be judges, who actually should be in the courts dealing with the backlog, uh, in order just to comply with rulings from the European Court of Human Rights. Um, What we need to do is is to ensure that our justice system is efficient and effective, and it's simply not so. And what what we did today, we all agreed to it, that people would. Receive a level of compensation uh, if there was an inordinate delay in hearing their case. Right. And this <clears throat> isn't just for victims. It's also for people who are charged with offences. I mean, if somebody is innocent and waiting and waiting for... Have a measured
1: inordinate delay? Is there a particular time
2: I don't know what the measurement is and how that will be decided, but certainly if we look back at the case law from the European Court of Human Rights, that'll give us some good guidelines as to
0: what it might be. We have to
2: do this, but we're spending money in the wrong way.
0: And in terms of the the actual size of the backlog, last May we heard uh, Regina Daugherty from Sinn Féin's PA Daily saying there was a backlog of 66,000 cases due to the pandemic. There's a number of levels in the court system and widely spread Uh, around the country. It could be very costly for the Exchequer because there are serious delays in... in, in, in cases coming to trial.
3: Yeah, so notwithstanding COVID obviously disrupted everything, health services, schools, everything right. So the first thing they need to do is we need to appoint more judges and you can see Minister Helen McAtee has done so recently and will continue to do so in the coming months. But this is a directive um, from the EU of course of justice Marina's right. So we can't ignore it you have to respond to it and how you respond to it to say is that people do have a constitutional right to a timely trial uh, for it to be expedited. The European Court of Human Rights. Sorry uh, yeah yes. and when that doesn't happen they are entitled to compensation. <coughs> That's all this law is doing is settling down that they are entitled to it, but how you fix this is you keep appointing more judges, more judges, more judges. That's what we need. It,
0: it is part of that, though. There are there are other issues, uh, Duncan Smith, like for for example, um, the resourcing of the office of the Director of Public Prosecutions. Mm-hmm. They can get getting someone's mobile phone now results in huge amounts of data that then has to be gone through because the defence will demand that everything else was ruled out when a line of prosecution is pursued. So the hours that have to be devoted to going through masses of evidence has increased exponentially.
4: Yeah, and again, we're down to uh, resourcing and staffing and getting the right people in in, in the right jobs. Um, I think, again, this is another outcome. I think this uh, delay uh, out of COVID, I think, has brought into sharp focus our legal system, um, how fit for purpose it is. Uh, and yes, we do need to appoint more judges. Uh, we, we also need to do things like build more courthouses there's a whole host of things we've had barristers uh, criminal barristers who've been who've had a form of industrial action there a number of months ago. Uh, we have solicitors who are, you know, saying they've th- there's not enough solicitors. We've too much caseload. We can't get through it. So there is there is a huge problem here. Uh, but if we're going to be investing in our um, in, in more judges in our court system, maybe we have to look at how often those courts sit, extending sittings, extending times, right. re- reducing holidays. There's also there's the supply
0: of people working yeah. in in the field. Harry, people coming out. It's all very well to. Pay the money and go to the King's Inns, but to have a viable career uh, in the law, people see the big payouts, but it's not an easy career to uh, to pursue, is it? Not initially, no. I think for the first ten years, I think most uh, barristers live a life of
1: penury, but then they they at some stage the, a, a, a Lazarus like transformation occurs. <laughs> and they no longer <laughs> live that that existence of penury. I'm just looking at some of the provisions there, just in terms of time. So I think it's going to be a very difficult bill to 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 operate in practice because every time there's a delay, they're going to have to look at the complexity of the case, what is at stake for the applicant, uh, the conduct of the relevant authorities, including the courts, and the conduct of the applicant, and each of those four things could could prove to be a very complicated uh, thing to solve you know and I think case law in it uh, will be very subtle right. and very
0: convoluted Okay, the court case done
3: by the, the time you're finished assessing the reason why you absolutely. haven't had the court
0: case All right, I want to leave the last word this evening to uh, to one of our listeners who texted in to say over 50 years ago in the early 70s I had severe scoliosis and spinal fusion a very serious operation in our ladies hospital Crumlin I've lived a healthy life, had two children my prognosis without the surgery was paralysis and death from my ribs being crushed as the curvature was between my shoulder blades. I spent a year in St Catherine's wards, cared for by wonderful nurses under Mr. Regan, my consultant. Ireland was a very backward country in the early 1970s and coming from Donegal, I don't know how my late parents had the courage and foresight to let me go. My thoughts are with all those children suffering now who are not getting the prompt care that I did. Thank you, says Margot McIntyre. That's all our lo- we have time for this evening.